2: That's greenlight.com slash ACAST.
3: Are we addressing the chief of staff's Twitter habits? It is not a top priority. The chief of staff is out there speaking on his own accord.
2: Southwest Airlines at the head, of the, pilot, the head of the pilot's union and its CEO, dismissed critics who claim vaccination mandates contributed to flight disruptions.
1: But why do you support such a divisive candidate, especially well, so, given the global so health crisis we are still facing? Words like polarizing and divisiveness, they, they assume a normative baseline.
5: Why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer? I can afford people medicine mother. <laughs> This is ridiculous. All right, hang on. I, I do. So you, the, the thing is, we're, we're we're
0: like going so fast. Like I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I want that to, that's a
5: problem? That your news
4: network it was not, lies?
0: Well, I don't. I don't. Dude, they, what did they say? They
4: lied <laughs> and, and they said say? I was
5: taking horse dewormer.
4: Oh, I'll tell you, man. That has been this Joe Rogan stuff. Sorry, this Joe Rogan uh, stuff today has been the highlight of the day. Today has sucked. The
3: highlight of, like, the month. That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm so happy he agreed to go on that show.
4: So am I. So am I. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it blew blew me away. Today from from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. was what's called the worst hour in the history of talk radio, and it was hosted by me. It absolutely sucked. It was terrible. I was awful. I apologize to the entire state of Connecticut for that.
3: (laughs) I think so. I was I doubt so, that.
4: but later on, when when I, I truly grew happy in for a mo- for a period of time, when I heard I heard little bits of the Rogan thing, I couldn't play it live from Twitter on air because I was swears swears in it, so I had to go clean it up. But once I heard it, once I cleaned it up, I was, oh my goodness! It was like finding the winning ticket. It was unbelievable. What we saw today, we should tell the whole story. I don't know how much we told yesterday. I don't remember. What- We've
3: talked about this. I did a whole sub stack like a month ago about how they were lying about Joe Rogan taking horse. Oh, Armer. so we,
4: we talked about all this here. Yes. Okay. 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 So should I, should I, well, let me just so, go back for the hell of it. just sure. for a little bit to play. Let me just play at least the Anderson Cooper thing on Rogan having, having, um, <clears throat> COVID.
1: More breaking news this evening, Joe Rogan, an extremely popular podcaster, announced on social media today that he has COVID. Rogan has said young, healthy people don't need to get vaccinated. In his statement on social media, Rogan said he has taken several therapeutics to recover.
5: Turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it all kinds of meds monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, Z Pac, uh, prednisone everything
1: one of those drugs he mentioned ivermectin is something more often used to deworm horses cdc says there's no evidence it works on covid its increased usage has only led to a substantial increase in overdoses after a push by some on the far right seeding vaccine misinformation perspective now from our chief media correspondent and anchor of cnn's reliable he goes
4: to stelter which they're they're even more gross but even with him doing that that is so Mm -hmm. ugly conflating purposefully conflating the horse medicine, ivermectin, for the human medicine, ivermectin. They're trying to do it on purpose.
3: Well, right. So, we give animals all kinds of the same medicines that we right. give humans. We almost
4: ordered some yesterday, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, Licinopril for pigs I almost got yesterday <laughs> until they gave me the human one. Although maybe they gave me the pig one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Fittingly. Um, uh, but so in, in Cooper Smirks, there's this whole thing that they do on CNN. It's this little, it's this really elitist these idiots taking horse medicine, fish tank cleaner thing, whatever. So they're very, they're ugly, awful, awful people. But so, um, so they've been doing this, as you said. They've been doing this. Mm-hmm. They've had this thing in CNN where they've been going after him, going after Rogan again and again. And so, uh, did we, we? We played some goop yesterday, last night. I think, didn't we? Did we not? I don't, I don't know what did. day is. I what don't. Day.
3: No, I think. Okay. So you know, we played it. We talked about it. After our show, we heard it, I think, after we'd already okay. recorded. Okay, so
4: Sanjay Gupta, the doctor, the in-house doctor of CNN, mm-hmm. just wrote a book called uh, World War C, C-Coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always considered him a lightweight TV star kind of guy. That's his thing. He's a TV star who happens to be a doctor. Whatever. But he has he,
3: scrubs on on the cover of his book, so he oh, must sure, be a sure. very good no, doctor.
4: But you, know, you know what he is? He's the quintessential good curating from women kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Comforting, speaks clearly. Obviously, very educated. Is a you know a doctor. A, like he's like got all those things. Mm-hmm. As far as as far as I'm concerned, uh, he is just a another CNN hack playing right. a role. He plays the role of the person who verifies how stupid people who take. Right, ivermectin he's are. the doctor
3: character on exactly. CNN,
4: right? Exactly. As J- Tubin was the lawyer character. <laughs> it is again. Um... So, so then, so then, um, Gupta is selling his book and of course books has this publisher reach out and see if he can get on Rogan because Rogan's got millions and millions and millions, and millions of viewers and listeners, many more mm-hmm. than he'd ever get anywhere.
3: Right. Many more than he'd get on CNN. That's for sure. I was trying right. to figure out, I think the best estimates I can find for the size of Rogan's audience is that each show approx somewhere in the. Ballpark of like ten to twenty million people listen mm-hmm. to it. So whereas CNN at any given time has like seven hundred and fifty thousand right. to one point five million on people a good watching day. it. Yeah, yes. that's like their so, prime time.
4: Right. So so Gupta decides to go on with Joe Rogan. Now Rogan has not forgotten how they keep screwing with him. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he mentioned it at one point he, during his own show. He's like, I, I "What are these guys doing?" Uh, I can't I...
3: believe they're all lying about me. Yes,
4: he, he had another um, a comedian on to kind of, who, a friend of his on his own podcast who kind of brought it up in a funny way.
5: Well, 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 if well. If it is an well. old horseworm Rogan, <laughs> I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're well, man. Bro, do I have to sue CNN? I don't know, do you? They're making shit up. They keep saying I'm taking horse dewormer. I literally got it from a doctor. It's an American company. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, They won the Nobel Prize in 2015 for use in human beings. Yeah. And CNN is saying I'm taking horse dewormer. Yeah. What? So what They must best? know that that's a lie. Well, there's a lot of people saying it. <laughs> right, but a lot of people can say it. Okay. Yeah, like right. the internet says it, who cares? Sure. But, but CNN is way. saying it. Jim Acosta. I meant like like USA Today, a
4: few other places.
2: Yeah, ice. and they're talking of, of, about ivermectin, yeah. right? So what, because
4: I don't know, I just saw... So yada, yada, anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can tell Rogan is a little personally offended because he he's not a political type. He's not a political junkie. He's not a guy mm-hmm. who's been listening to Rush Limbaugh for 30 years and things like that. He considers CNN kind of still a news agency. Right. Who does He thinks cable news network means a cable news network. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't understand this. So when their guy books a gig with Rogan it, it, to get, of course, all the all the impressions that you get when you get to be with bro Joe Rogan, Sanjay Gupta,
3: mm-hmm.
4: Gupta is the, it probably says it in the pitch sheet right there, medical expert for CNN. Mm-hmm there could be no better CNN guest because right. not only this guy is, is an on-air personality for the network, gets garners a paycheck from the network, mm-hmm. but is, is a doctor for the network.
3: This is right. perfect. So he actually has the medical chops that he should have known that uh, you know doctors can prescribe ivermectin to humans. Right.
4: So Gupta, <laughs> for some reason, assumed something else was going to go on. I mean, my, my estimation, this is on our substack today, my estimation, Gupta thought that that he could, he gets treated like a, a member of the nobility nowhere where he goes. Highly educated, the in-house doctor at a time like this, we so doctors are so uh, heralded. This Do you is...
3: think he's ever like listened to an episode of Rogan?
4: I doubt it. I doubt it. He's the kind of guy I would assume who listens to Goop Um <laughs> So Sanjay goes in there and doesn't realize that. Rogan's mind is fully Gupta's, It's Gupta's fault for starting it. He said, oh, you're "Glad you got over having having COVID," and uh, and Rogan essentially says, "Oh, I'm, thanks for that, but I bet you're the only one i seen and glad I got over it." And Gupta's <laughs> like, "Oh, what do you mean, Joe? I don't understand what you're talking about." and we
3: all very much respect you
4: right and then it was too late
5: horse dewormer not a flattering thing i get it's that. a lie but it's a lie on a news network it, it, and it's a lie that's a willing that's that's a lie that they're conscious of it's not a mistake
4: so this is a very tough thing he's coming right at gupta now gupta mm-hmm. is a guy about the same age as rogan a couple of years younger who is trying to sell a book to hopefully get rich in the time of COVID. I mean, richer in the time of COVID. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's doing it with somebody who he hopes and assumes and hopes might may know his work and like him. Right. Um, and somebody who generally, you know, people say, you would say that Rogan's a kind of mild-mannered guy and has three-hour conversations. But I don't think he expected these this passion. And also... Rogan is all tatted up and you know bulging with muscles and looks like a guy who's just gotten finished with a street fight and I, I think Gupta's was totally thrown off his axis and now Rogan's going after Gupta's employer right. so he's got to either he's got to either defy his employer or go right back at Rogan Mm-hmm. This is very tough for him, well, no, it's actually it turns out not to be all that tough for him,
3: <laughs>
4: as you can see, he um
3: immediately falls absolutely under pressure. absolutely
5: yeah they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. well, the fDA put this thing out. You saw that. Did you see that thing that the fDA put out? What did the fDA put
0: out <laughs> It was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. they said, you are not a horse. This
4: is Gupta trying to punt the ball. Kick the ball, clear to the FDA. clear the puck. Right. Talk about something else. Make another target that's not CNN. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Rogan's uh, okay. Is,
3: I admit the FDA got a little right. snarky. It was snarky. I apologize for the FDA for being snarky.
5: Right you are not a cow stop taking this stuff or something like that why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making the Nobel Prize Nobel Prize in 2015 this is so
4: Weasley of Gupta at this point now trying to walk alongside of of Rogan instead of having to Watch Rogan approach him. Oh, yeah, I'm right there with it Nobel Prize, this and
3: that. Yeah, the FDA shouldn't have been snarky. No, yeah.
4: 15, yeah.
5: yeah no, a, a drug well, that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro.
4: You know that, right? I, I, Why would they lie? And so This is incredibly incredible because at this point, when Rogan says, you know that, he can't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Can't say yes or no, can't do anything. If he says, you know that, then he's all in with Rogan. If he says no, then he's going to catch of the ire of Rogan, and he has to engage, and he's not here to engage. He's here to sell his World War C book.
5: Say that's Horsty Weimer. I can afford people medicine, mother. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a That lot- is
4: That um, is Gupta not laughing out of belly, out of joy. That is a, oh my goodness, the walls are closing in laugh.
5: I don't think anyone is, thick. but don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying? You know that they know that I took medicine. Like here it is. This is ivermectin. You got it, with it right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. <laughs> right. Have you,
3: you it ever heard you. anybody say, sound so disappointed that somebody has something with them?
4: Well, no. To me, <laughs> it's he's trying to scramble to make a to change the conversation to how you have it with you. But Rogan doesn't care. Somebody gave it to him.
0: Right, Hang on I, I do See, you, the, the thing is we're, we're we're like going so fast like I feel like I'm missing I'm missing do you think I want that That's to, a
5: problem that your news is not lies. mercy
0: Well, I don't I don't dude. I
5: mean, what did they say they lied what did and they said say? I was taking horse dewormer First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. along they with shouldn't have said it was bunch a bunch of if, other if medications was, if you
0: got a human
5: pill because there were people that were taking it the
0: veterinary medication and i you're not obviously you got it from a doctor so that it shouldn't be called that ivermectin oh. can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease and as you say it's probably you know i think what a quarter billion people have taken it around
4: the weaseling being done here by gupta mm-hmm. is uh, it, it you, he can never get away from this Never. Right. He is saying whatever he needs to sur- to survive the assassin. You can take my wife. I don't know. Here's this is a real gold watch. It's whatever you think. <laughs> I, I can give you other information of location of other people who are more important than me. This is um, uh, this is pathetic at its core. On the world,
0: more, I get that way more. So way but, more can, billions can, of people have taken it. Can I just come back to the one
5: I want to talk about? No, Before we get to that, does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied? Well, just outright lied about me taking horse dewormer. They, 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 shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't oh, ask. You did. didn't think they were doing. you were oh, the medical guy over there. I
0: didn't ask. I should have asked before but coming to the podcast. But they did it with podcast. such glee. No, yes, I watched.
4: Oh. Uh, Uh, and that's it I have the the end of it actually goes uh, you watched yes I watched and he goes (laughs) you watched
3: you You saw us (laughs) Um, I'm yeah it's interesting I don't know so did you read what he wrote his uh, 30,000 retweet column that he wrote for CNN about how he went on congratulating himself all his tweets have like 150 retweets, and then his column about going on Rogan has like, it's probably at 35,000 now retweets. Um, yeah, 35.6 thousand retweets on that one column. So this is why he went on Rogan, obviously, even if it was humiliating and an embarrassment, is because he's getting this out of it. But- I, I, You know, maybe
4: Alice, but he is a a, a disgrace. now.
3: <laughs> grace but you know he's humiliated himself he's humiliated
4: himself he's broken cnn and he's actually considering he's such a quintessential kind of handsome genteel educated man of medicine Mm -hmm. he's freaking torpedoed the medical profession at least doctors
3: yeah but so get not dentists listen to what he wrote about it this is the headline dr sanjay gupta why Joe Not Rogan- that the
4: dentists aren't doctors, because they are.
3: Dr. Sanjay Gupta, why Joe Rogan and I sat down and talked for more than three hours? Oh, well, first God. of all, you and Joe Rogan didn't sit down and talk. He let you come on his podcast and interviewed you. But- right, uh, that <laughs> is great. <laughs> why Joe and I sat down and talked as equals? <laughs> no, no, no. You went on the most popular podcast in the country uh, to get publicity so that you could write this op-ed and get clicks on it. In today's highly segmented media world, most of the people who watch and listen to me every day on CNN have already received and accepted the message about the utility of vaccines, the importance of masks and how we can work together to put an end to the pandemic. So I realized that if I was serious about trying to communicate public health, I needed to go to a less comfortable place. I needed to go into the lion's den and accept an invitation to sit down with Joe Rogan for more than three hours. I don't think I've ever had a conversation that long with anyone. Seriously, think about that. We know. Those of us who listen to Joe Rogan have heard three-hour shows before, so we're aware of how long they are. We know how long...
4: But also, like, they're like petite female comedians sit there and don't pat themselves (laughs) on the back. Bridget (laughs) Phetasy said, you know...
3: Into the lion's den.
4: To the lion's den. It's only a lion's den if you uh, are a weasel and get mauled.
3: <laughs> Seriously, think about that. We sat in a windowless podcast booth with two sets of headphones and microphones and a few feet between us.
4: Oh my goodness, windowless.
3: <laughs> Not a single interruption. No cell phones. No distractions. No bathroom breaks.
4: He could have had a bathroom break. <laughs> had he ever watched the show, people take bathroom breaks all the time.
3: Um... So da, 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 um, he talks about how popular Joe Rogan is and how his conversations go oh, so long is, and deep. That is pathetic. He goes, many friends cautioned me against accepting Joe's invitation. There's little room for reasonable conversations anymore, one person told me. He's a brawler and doesn't play fair, another warned. What? <laughs> what
4: show are they talking about?
3: <laughs> They've never, like... N- none The, of the people who criticized he's ever had a Rogan problem with that mm-hmm. I've seen
4: are people who, to his face, are trying to be deceptive to him, or if he observes that they are.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the people that criticize Joe Rogan, I don't think have ever listened to, like, no. 10 minutes of a single show. In fact, when I told Joe early in the podcast I didn't agree with his apparent views on vaccines against COVID, ivermectin, and many things in between, part of me thought the MMA former taekwondo champion might hurtle himself across the table and throttle my neck. But instead, he smiled, and off we went.
4: Yeah, that's what happened.
3: I mean, and he goes on. He, he says he's been listening to his podcast for a while now. I don't...
4: He has not been listening to his podcast. Um,
3: so he wanted to know, was Joe simply a sower of doubt, a creator of chaos? Or was there something more? Was he asking questions that begged to be asked, fueled by necessary suspicion and skepticism? It wasn't what Joe Rogan thinks that most interested me. It was how he thinks. That is what I really wanted to understand. Who was interviewing who here? Yeah. One me? person
4: was on the mat, bleeding from the ears, and one person was standing over him.
3: He wrote this after the interview. I know.
4: Uh, he's also... Le- so uh, So is that it, essentially?
3: Yeah, I mean, on and on.
4: So he, he also, yeah. afterwards, went in CNN, and suddenly... He's tough again when he's got Don Lemon mm-hmm. uh, protecting him. So very important. I know it's in, in large part a tongue-in-cheek interview, you know, because it's Joe Rogan and there's lots of you jockey. Another guy doesn't watch him back and <laughs> forth, but he he did say something about ivermectin that
1: I think wasn't actually correct about CNN and lying. Okay, ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse dewormer. So it is not a lie to say that the drug is used as a horse dewormer. I I, I think that's important. And it is not approved for COVID.
0: Correct? That's right. That's correct. It it, it is not approved
4: for... Gupta now knows Lemon is lying. Right. They said Lemon, they said Rogan was taking the horse dewormer. Right. That's what they said.
3: But they know, too, that none of their audience is going to go watch... Rogan and find out what his show is actually like so they might as well just completely lie about what happened and just I mean like they're still talking about it he was on with John Berman talking about it too like they of they're like uh, the headline they use the in the Chiron the lion's den thing again in the Chiron with Berman Gupta was in the lion's den we hear from him next like what I mean like what do they think Joe Rogan is and like, so
4: this <laughs> is what this is interesting the Chiron right now for this that we're listening to with lemon mm-hmm. says joe rogan to dr Sanjay gupta i'm not recommending people get covid a lot of vulnerable people should get vaccinated that's not conciliatory mm-hmm. you know i tr- truly believe that they are afraid of getting sued yeah by him
3: well yeah because he has deep enough pockets where he's a person who could make their life a pain in the butt like oh and- even if it doesn't end up succeeding on the merits he can just Absolutely them.
0: for covid and you're right i mean the fda even put out a, a statement saying you know basically reminding people it was a strange sort of message from the fda but they said you're not a horse you're not a cow stop taking this stuff oh good the line works
3: said. on Before, don lemon <laughs> right
4: the line now he's touting the line
3: yeah even <laughs> you know? though rogan just, shut him down well and he time. was
4: just dissing the line on rogan so mm-hmm. it was a weird terrible line they put up I mean, that was unnecessary and ivermectin now, I think what, what Joe's
0: point that is, has is that it's been approved for humans,
4: and,
1: but not necessarily for COVID. Right. Yeah,
0: that's correct. It's been it's been used for a parasitic disease for something it's called river blindness. And it's been f- very effective for that. But, you know, just because it works.
4: Yeah, but and you is know suggesting what else, that people the ch- are taking the horse ivermectin and getting sick. Right,
3: Right. Yeah. And not only that, the fact that they're saying like, well, it's not approved for COVID. Well, like a lot of drugs aren't approved for a lot of things because that's not how it works. And people just take them for stuff because you're allowed to use off-label drugs if they're approved by the FDA for other uses. All these trans drugs that we're feeding kids, they're not approved for that purpose. Those are all off-label prescriptions. The FDA hasn't approved any of that. That's not a thing. thats I mean, the, the puberty blockers are prescribed for precocious puberty for kids who you know, that's what they're approved for. They're not approved for, like, stopping puberty in normal kids that are developing normally. That it's, the whole thing is, like, uh, people use off-label drugs all the time. Are they complaining about the parents that are going to doctor's offices and asking them to vaccinate their kids with COVID vaccines off-label? Because that's happening all over the place. Are they going, well, parents are asking to have for unapproved COVID vaccines for their children. Like, well, yeah, you know, Things aren't approved for every single purpose, and you can go to your doctor and ask for them off-label, and sometimes your doctor will give them to you. And that's okay. That's allowed. It's a free country. And you know what else? You're even allowed to take stuff if it doesn't work. Of course. You know? Like, there's not that many studies on, Half like... The
4: stuff sold in pharmacies are stuff that don't work. Especially yeah. in the, the little natural section there
0: for one thing doesn't mean it works for something else and you know there's still a few ongoing clinical trials around ivermectin but for the most part if you look at the data there's no evidence that it that it really works here when joe got sick he took ivermectin he also took monoclonal antibodies
4: another thing CNN had a problem with back then
0: oh yeah you know an infusion of these antibodies so he took both those things It's, it's, it's very likely it was the monoclonal antibodies that made him feel better so quickly
2: sanjay always a pleasure i hope this was an easier
1: uh experience (laughs) than joe rogan you held your own i love that all the cnn people are like
3: oh my god i don't think i've ever spoken to another
0: human for three hours before just like that it was really
2: something (laughs) sanjay thank you best of luck with the book as well world war c thank you
3: other people talk for hours all the time what do you mean i've never talked for three whole hours like, what? what are you guys talking about? It's so just like... I mean, I don't know what they think of Rogan, but they think it's like so incredible that one of them went on Rogan into the lion's den three whole hours. Can you believe it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So that is that. just... That is wonderful. It is wonderful to see that it happened. That is. Mm-hmm. It's also an incredibly good sign because I think a lot of people, especially conservatives... Have been hoping that Rogan grabs a weapon and comes, uh, you know, behind the uh, behind the wall as you're picking off uh, the red coats, you mm-hmm. know, and you know he's been nudged now into a position where he has fi- sh- fired shots now right. at um, at the left.
3: Right, and so what's interesting is Joe Rogan is one of these people that like the left has tried a few times to try and get canceled because he had some problems with, like, the trans women in MMA fighting mm-hmm. things. And um, so, like, even when he endorsed Bernie Sanders, a bunch of people tried to get Bernie Sanders to, like, reject his endorsement during the last presidential campaign. So they've tried, but he's just too big for them. They can't cancel him. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to cancel Dave Chappelle or J.K. Rowling. Like, you just can't do it. They're too big. But... Um, it's funny because, like, when you see the way Sanjay Gupta talks about it, and when you see, like, the comments on the Twitter, just like we talked about with, like, the Anna Kusperian, um Daily Caller mm-hmm. debate with Ben Shapiro, there's a bunch of people in the comments being like, you can't platform and legitimize these people, and, like... <laughs> Her response that, like, I'm not legitimizing them. They gave me a much bigger platform than I ever had, right? And, like, people did that with Sanjay Gupta, too. Like, you shouldn't legitimize him and his questions and his blah, blah, blah. And, like, the way people talk about Tucker Carlson, too. But Joe Rogan's not afraid to have people on who disagree with him, clearly, and just have an honest conversation with them. Ask them, really, his questions and see what their answers are. Joe Rogan would probably have Fauci on, but Fauci probably couldn't make it through the interview with him.
4: No, because he Rogan would have,
3: he would get sensitive and storm out of the room. Well, right. Probably,
4: and, yeah. And Rogan would also just say, "So why did you say that's okay and not say it's okay? But that's lying." And without, and, 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 and like I said, Rogan doesn't have a, he doesn't have a team. CNN has a team. Mm-hmm. All these guys are activists for a certain team. Rogan doesn't have a team. He's just a curious <laughs> guy, and that's tough for them. I think to to mm-hmm. try to navigate that, they don't understand. And why would you not have a team? Well, does. right,
3: and if they and if he is not on their team, clearly, they have a, they're angry about it. You know, they don't like people who don't like fall into line and just say what we tell you to say. You know, but it is funny how people like do they just not realize how big like the Rogans of the world are?
4: They don't realize.
3: They just don't know. They just haven't noticed that there's like a whole world no, of people out there who listen. They listen to NPR, listen.
4: and maybe maybe you you. D- Downloaded and subscribe to Pod Save America, just so people would know you're that kind of the person. The Daily
3: from the New York Times. Right. oh, exactly.
4: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, now, the second thing that made my day today was Emily Chang of Bloomberg TV, Okay. who's the finance um, interviewer. She's only in her 20s. She's very young. Mm-hmm. But she's she's very, I guess she's an up-and-comer. People, people like her, and she's... Bloomberg TV, it's a... N- Nonpartisan show. It's supposed to be down the middle show. Right. It's finance based show, world economic things like that. And this other guy, uh, what is his name again? I'll just remember. It is David Sachs. And David Sachs, he invests in tech stuff. I think. Let me look and see what. I don't do you think, think of I things. saw this before. Did you there, not? So, Good. No. It's great. David Sachs. Uh, he's an entrepreneur, investor in internet technology firms. Um, he's he's really really rich. He's uh, only less than a year older than me, which makes me want to go hang myself. Uh, but this guy, so he's a very popular, um, he's a very, um, Sachs was the founding COO and product leader of PayPal, PayPal and founder, CEO of Yammer.
3: Okay.
4: And so he's a tech, tech guy. Mm-hmm. And, but she, because, you know, DeSantis is the new Trump.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So she decides to take a step away from talking tech step with, with him, and she decides to assuage her anger that he would have any affiliation at all with Ron DeSantis, and this is how it went, and David Osaks now is my uh, new second favorite uh, uh, American
1: i do want to ask you about the fundraiser you're hosting for florida governor ron desantis who obviously is a very divisive figure uh has made some choices that are questionable uh when it comes to public health i know that you don't necessarily agree with all of them but why do you support such a divisive candidate especially given the global health crisis we are still facing why, why Why is he inherently more divisive than, say, Gavin Newsom or someone on the other side of the spectrum? See, what I would argue is that words like polarizing and divisiveness, they, they assume a normative baseline in which everybody agrees. Everyone in the tech industry agrees because they all come from a certain information bubble. And anyone who deviates from that orthodoxy is perceived as divisive. I would argue that there, that the country, there, there's a multiplicity of views, and you don't, you're not divisive just because you don't agree with the orthodoxy of Silicon Valley. So, but why does
4: okay? She's not pleased. <laughs> that did not, no, no, she did not get That's her. That's not pun- the
1: answer she was looking no, for. No, she is
4: not pleased.
1: DeSantis over many of the other candidates who you could host fundraisers for. I mean, I know you're bullish out of like Florida, him. but DeSantis and,
4: like and Mayor
3: Suarez, who was actually on,
4: she's, he says, I like him. I like him. Also, she's like, what? (laughs) Nobody likes him. You can't just like him. Yeah, none of my friends like him. We don't understand. None of my friends like him. But, like,
3: what answer is she expecting? We watch Sanjay
4: Gupta, and he doesn't like him.
3: But what answer is she expecting? Is she expecting him to go, like, well, I know everybody hates him, and I just, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. I think that she she
4: thinks, because she's a zillennial, the Zoomer, and she's a huge progressive, I think that she thinks that she's going to change his mind here on the spot because she just got out of college, and she knows a lot. He Mm -hmm. has only been doing stuff for 35 years or whatever it is. He doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. She's been hanging in enlightened uh, groups, so she knows. What would he know? He's some old guy.
1: The show earlier this hour are on different ends of the spectrum.
4: I've donated to Suarez, too. But uh, but I like both of them. I like- so Suarez is a guy who's a big Democrat and the mayor of whatever. And he says, I donated to him too because he likes where he is on tech. So he has, now that is totally not allowed. No, you can't like and under people for different reasons. You're in a tribe. We're the good guys or you're the bad guys. I like
1: Suarez because he's been extremely welcoming towards the tech ecosystem in Miami. I think that's a smart strategy. I don't get why the politicians in San Francisco don't do that. Um, I mean, they're killing the golden goose. In terms of why I like DeSantis, he was the first governor to stop these insane lockdowns. And, you know, he found the right policy on lockdowns, which was to stop them. And he did it despite an extremely hostile media. So I respect that when somebody takes the right position on an issue, despite the hostility of the media. That's something I can really respect. That's why I support it.
4: Pretty damn good answer. Mm -hmm. So, and it's funny. So a lot of the people who now hate David Sachs, have just met him (laughs) for the first time, but now hate him, say, yeah, what are these, um, um, define a crazy lockdowns. What crazy lockdowns is he talking about? The ones that
3: saved all the lives, Tom.
4: Right, or, no, what they're, well, if they don't know what crazy lockdowns, then why do they all hate DeSantis for not doing them? You Mm -hmm. know?
3: but he made masks illegal I think
4: that's right he made masks illegal so that more and more kids die you know all the kids in Florida are dead now <laughs> uh, so anyway I that makes me very happy that was very good mm-hmm. uh, quick personal story before we move on okay I have something to tell you and the rest of you guys uh, listening right now because and I want you to know this and I'm you've called me a flat earther before Alice mm-hmm. let me put something forward for you that I know to be fact and I've discovered it. As I was laying in uh, Sally's bed, okay, just because it's a comfortable little bed, mm-hmm. Sally was somewhere else downstairs, um, and her room is, a, is the best room in the house. Um, so I'm laying in her bed, which is very hard to get up from, by the way, I want credit.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And because Pepper, the dog, the foxhound, has to be with me every <laughs> second of the day, can't not be
3: with me everywhere I go. Who wouldn't want to be with you? Yeah.
4: Pepper, I never am in Sally's room, so Pepper couldn't find me, and I could hear her worrying and looking through rooms and doors and walking over here, walking over there, walking there. She went downstairs at one point, and I can hear her, ooh, look looking around, looking around, poking around, can't find me. At one point, she's at the top of the stairs, which is twenty or 18 feet away from Sally's room, and she can't find me.
3: Aww, so Pepper.
4: No, Alice, the point is this. Dogs don't smell better than anybody else. The dog's sense of smell, oh, dogs have no good sense of smell. That is (laughs) totally a lie. It's a lie. I'm a lump in that bed exuding, (laughs) you know, breaths and whatever else. And she couldn't find me. And she just had to look in every room. What is that? Okay. So, uh, which brings us to, what do you want to get? I mean, there's nothing for the, should we get to the inflation stuff a little bit? With Saki and Ron Klein, sure. Uh, okay, okay, we'll do that. Ron Klein had tweeted this.
3: Yeah, he retweeted somebody who said that inflation is just a rich people's problem. Right, that it's good for poorer people because they get higher wages.
4: By the way, a lot of this in- inflation in um, energy prices is directly due to Biden climate mm-hmm. policy. Yeah, it is. In to think that in- that that, in- that fuel to heat houses is going to go up 50% is actually holy bleep incredible news. But that's fine. So, it's clean is tweets that says, everybody, just suck it up. Don't worry. It's a rich person's problem. You little people won't notice. Saki is asked about it today.
3: It's, it's not the first time that on claims Twitter has drawn
1: some sharp criticism. Is that something that the White House is addressing at all given
3: this pushback, this criticism? Are we addressing the chief of staff's Twitter habits? Yes. It is not a top priority. Uh, I would tell you at this point in time, uh, the chief of staff is out there speaking on his own accord to members of Congress, to the media uh, frequently, um, as any chief of staff does. In and and his
4: personal capacity, I guess that's what mm-hmm. the, she's saying.
3: And I think it's important also for anyone here uh, to be able to uh, tout uh, points that they find interesting. And that's the purpose of public speech. The-
4: so there we go. Once again. No, we don't know what you mean. Once again, this White House says, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. it's normal tooting. It's fine. hmm. Yeah. Totally not go. not that tweeting is an issue. The right could really, uh, or Trump people could really ha- take issue with. But this wasn't a Trump person. This was a member of the press, a, p- a person mm-hmm. on the left who probably did take issue with Trump's tweets. And Saki it has no time. It's an interesting strategy to simply walk past any issue that you're asked about that you ca- don't care to answer.
3: Yeah, I mean that's what she does. Oh, we we don't talk about the chief of staff's tweets. That's ridiculous.
4: Like. Or any of these issues, there's no flare up, there's no this, there's no inflation, there's no... Th- if there is inflation, it's transitory, it's transitory. Well, we know that everything is transitory,
3: It's it not? <laughs> yeah, life is short. It's just these... <laughs> when you're dead, the inflation won't affect you right. anymore, but, uh, you know, uh, obviously, everything... And it's also, it's
4: also, not only is it a projection with these people, but it's always opposite day. It's always <clears throat> opposite day. So, no, 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 this is absolutely something that's going that's conciliatory from us. That's what this is. This is something that, as a matter of fact, will bring us together.
2: Let's be clear. Vaccination requirements should not be another issue that divides us.
4: Let's be clear. There you go. Set the table for you. It's such a senator <laughs> thing to say. This shouldn't be something that divides us. Well, why shouldn't it be something that divides us? It is absolutely something that should be absolutely be dividing us. Vaccine
3: mandates are yet another thing that you should just agree with me on and not have a different opinion. Because if exactly. you have a different opinion, then it's dividing us.
4: The fact that you've had COVID, but we're making your employer force you to get a shot or else you lose your livelihood, that shouldn't be something that divides us. Holy hell!
3: <laughs> I know, but it's the same as, like, the DeSantis question. Like... Santos is so divisive you know why why are the vaccine mandates dividing us you can but that's your choice you can either agree with me or we're being divided by forces beyond both of our control i'm making you do something and if you don't like it you're right. being divisive
4: well exactly and it really is it's, it's not even it is a uh pre- opposite day projection and that's a, it's the same
3: and it's like we are gaslighting
4: yes it is it's the same mindset as why is Brett Kavanaugh acting so unhinged right now <laughs> it's unbecoming of a f- future supreme court justice i mean all we did was in front of his daughter say that he controlled a rape gang i mean <laughs> and he's gotten really upset about it that's unbecoming it's incredible it's inc- but i mean whatever this is small brain thinking
2: that's why we continue to battle the misinformation that's out there, and companies and communities are setting up their, uh, stepping up as well, to combat these, the, the misinformation. Southwest Airlines, at the head of the pilot, the head of the pilots' union, and its CEO dismissed critics who claim vaccination mandates contributed to flight disruptions. School. Right after he addressed misinformation.
3: Hmm. <laughs>
4: Serves up a big dish of misinformation.
3: Well, he said that it had nothing to do with Max. Well, so it can't possibly have anything to do it, with Now, that
4: is projection. Mandates. There's all this misinformation on the other side. There's a Somebody was strapped by the Border Patrol. Misinformation on the other side, strapping <laughs> psychos. Board members,
2: religious leaders, and doctors across the country are fighting misinformation and educating people about the importance of vaccines. All these efforts are going to help us continue moving the dial to eliminate this disease.
3: I can't believe he's even still saying that out loud, eliminate this disease, when virtually every expert now agrees that we're shooting for a state of it being endemic in yeah, the population.
4: Yeah. No, including- um, Like the flu.
3: That we could have 50,000 deaths from this a year going forward like we yes. do from the flu, and that's just like what we could be looking at.
4: Yes. No, I was just, just watching someone. I don't even know who it was. It could have even been Gottlieb saying that, no, yeah, this is never completely going away. This is something that we're going to have to uh, deal with a regiment full of stuff every year. Uh, I
3: mean, yeah, I think it was, is it an Australian news source or maybe a British one that was saying, like, the next step for your immunity after you get vaccinated is to get COVID and then your immunity will be really boosted. (laughs) And I guess they're trying to avoid the Singapore situation where everyone's like freaking out and panicked that they're testing positive for COVID, even though the country is like 93% vaccinated and nobody's showing any symptoms. They're like all asymptomatic cases. But whatever, like, it's still such a weird message to read from, like, where they've been, you know, where they've been, like, so freaked out about this. So, I mean, yeah, it's, The fact that the president of the United States is still saying this aloud, like, we are going to work together to eliminate this disease. Like, it's just, it's people living in a non-reality. And, like, talk about not following the science. Like, we're still making all the school kids wear masks. Mm. Like, that's another thing Joe Rogan talked to Sanjay Gupta about was, like, the fact that unvaccinated kids are at less risk from COVID than vaccinated adults are. You're still you're vaccinated. You're still at more risk from COVID than any of our kids is because like, yeah, you've reduced your risk, but they were so low risk to start with that they're at less risk than the vaccinated adults. Don't ever you think were.
5: that even with a breakthrough infection untreated, you're probably more vulnerable than the average child who is not vaccinated who gets COVID? Uh, like, like people have died who are double vaccinated. In fact, there was a guy who just won an Emmy. Who's, uh, who's yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the odds of that happening to a healthy child are very, very low. Very low. But that guy is probably <laughs> your age. How- he would
4: never say it like that on CNN. Gupta, mm-hmm.
5: old are you? I'm fifty one. Yeah, he's about your age. Theoretically, you would be more vulnerable than a young child would be. You vaccinated would be more vulnerable of a breakthrough infection than a young child would be, statistically speaking, right? Uh, But you're not worried about catching it. They're both rare. But you're not worried about catching it. They're both rare. You're not worried about catching it because you've been vaccinated and you think it imparts a certain amount of protection. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying to you is I think that not worry is the same feeling that a lot of people have about their children. They're not worried about their healthy children catching it for the same reason you're not worried about catching it being vaccinated. That if treated correctly, they think that the child probably has a better chance even than you do because you're 51 years old. I, I think... Does I, that... I mean, they're they're both... That re- seems reasonable, right?
0: Well, I think it's... Mm. I, don't, I, I, I
3: don't... Man, Sandra, get a spine. I mean, the thing is, is what Joe Rogan's saying is not a controversial point. No. This isn't some weird right-wing conspiracy theory. The New York Times did an article that said this and had this in it as a graph showing the risk for vaccinated and unvaccinated for each age group and showing you specifically that, like basically vaccinated people by the time you're 40 are you're still at more risk than an unvaccinated kid. So this is not this is like a scientifically shown point in mainstream accepted papers. It's just Not reflected in our policies because we're still in pretend land with Biden Mm -hmm. and the teachers unions and Randy Weingarten and they're still playing this thing up to try and get like money through the government and all kinds of concessions and stuff and to try and get kids vaccinated because they know that if they can hold this masking thing over kids heads in school that they'll be able to get more kids vaccinated than otherwise, you know, so. That's really like what that's about. But I mean, the science is indisputable. This isn't this is something that's accepted by everybody on on the political spectrum. Mm -hmm. This isn't some like, you know, people disagree about whether or not ivermectin works like people don't disagree about this. Unvaccinated children are at less risk than you and I. Why they're all walking around the school with masks on is like there's there's no possible explanation for it.
4: Right, and and yes, and this persuasion does work for some, for tribal reasons, so Huxley's mother Mm -hmm. will have have little Huxley vaccinated seven or eight times and have him masked up, whatever, but, and that's really, these are people choosing not to, um, to not to look at the facts, and just simply, now it's about just showing fealty to this
3: Yeah, but it's so messed up. And like the way that we're letting the schools like control our kids and screw with them is, I mean, like it's messing them up. So I sometimes read a slate advice column. It's Mm -hmm. my guilty pleasure. I like to believe that the people who write into slate with parenting questions are made up. But this one. So hopefully this is made up, but maybe it's not. I don't know. But anyway, this was really printed in slate is an advice column that somebody wrote in. My son, Jack. 14, has been maintaining a spreadsheet that tracks all of his classmates' problematic actions. Jack has always had difficulty fitting in, but he is a compassionate and intelligent boy. We do not allow our children to have their own computers to prevent the risk of them being radicalized by alt-right websites.
4: Absolutely. So our
3: kids share a laptop that we monitor and control access to.
4: In other words, they decide what Jack learns, Mm -hmm. what belief system he learns.
3: We found an Excel spreadsheet in Jack's folder that listed the names of all his classmates as well as dates and descriptions of their problematic behavior. Some of the descriptions I saw included <laughs> has a mom who is a cop. No pronouns in Insta bio. Is
4: this like uh, the Karen youth <laughs> training program? <laughs> I guess
3: so. Laughed at a fat joke. Lists a problematic one, show on as it's one of poly- their chat. favorites. Mimicked a foreign accent. This has to be fake, but Slate treated it as it real. So I'm going to keep reading it. Mimicked one second. Mimicked a foreign accent and used cis normative language. While I'm pleased to see Jack taking an interest in his peers, I get a weird feeling about his spreadsheet. as much as I his kill
4: sheet (laughs) is uh, causing us to have red flags.
3: As much as I don't condone the behaviors mentioned, it seems a bit creepy for him to be monitoring his classmates. How old is he? 14.
4: Mm-hmm. It's, I- you know what's also uh, <laughs> uh, unnerving is that he's using Microsoft Excel.
3: <laughs> I also wonder what he is trying to do with the document. Another concern is that we are white and some of the kids on the list are black. He also bought a rifle. Given the long history of white people policing black existence, I question whether Jack is the right person to be taking on this task, and whether it would be more appropriate coming from a BIPOC person. Yes. We have asked Jack about the spreadsheet, and he denies involvement, but we know that it couldn't be anyone else. Am I right to be concerned about Jack's list? I don't know that it is the best way for him to engage with his peers and promote social justice. On the one hand, I'm proud of how committed he is to yes. this cause, and I don't want to stop him from bearing witness to injustices within his own community.
4: Absolutely. There you go. You don't have to read the response. I get it. So in other words, we, this is um Jack David Chapman, essentially <laughs> Who's him. a little psycho? Who's uh, going to shoot up the school? But the at, mom's at, proud,
3: so it's absolutely.
4: Cool. This is what they want. She Jack is doing exactly what she told them Jack to do, and there you go. I
3: hope it's fake, but uh, anyway, you can write into us with advice letters. By the way, Correct. we'll give you advice too. Correct,
4: please do. Please I've got A do. whole half century, almost full of knowledge. Mm-hmm. N o l e g. Let's go.
3: So our email address for that is uh, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at burnbarrelpod, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast, burnbarrelpodcast burnbarrelpodcast.com. We have a YouTube channel where you can watch video versions, also a Rumble channel. We're on Gab, we're on Parler, burnbarrelpod on there.